0: God bless the flag we all beating our chest. When it's peace, it's the same old game, the same old players, same old names. Right. Right. My, my skin, skin is my sin. Is my, skin. my skin is my skin. My skin is my sin. And you are not tuned into my skin is my sin on Blog Talk Radio from goons to gods i welcome everyone i only have one rule must be respectful tonight i just wanted to uh broach on something that's really near and dear to my own heart um a profession that i chose 30 years ago and that would be nursing so i'm not sure if i'm gonna have anybody call up or not i put the word out a little bit we'll see uh but either way just a couple of things i wanted to touch on and i may not be here the whole stretch of an hour but like I say, just a couple of things I kind of wanted to touch on, uh, and and I felt kind of obligated as somebody that's been in this prof- been in this profession for years, decades, if you will. Um, I've I've seen the changes, and it's not just an old head reminiscing about the old days. The changes have have consequences, and those consequences are people's lives, um, and, and and most importantly, the patients. Um, But not not only that, the nurses, you know, I want to get into a little bit of uh, the assaults to take place on nurses on a daily basis that go unreported, that uh, nurses really don't have any repercussions. There's nothing we can do. We just, you know, there are nurses literally who got in their ass, whooped, and ain't nothing they can do. Somehow people have have convinced the, the world that That's what nurses signed up for. No nurse signed up to be physically assaulted. I guarantee you that. If that's something they wanted to do, they would have went in the UFC or some shit. No nurse in school or before school honestly considers that as a possibility in the job. But, and this is according to the American Nurses Association, matter of fact, before I even uh, go into that too much, I'm going to play this clip for you right quick. It's not even a minute long, but this kind of highlights some of the things that are happening to, to nurses out there. Nurses are the front line of patient care and safety at our hospitals, but who is protecting our nurses when the workplace environment becomes violent? The American Nurses Association reveals a shocking statistic. One in four nurses will experience verbal or physical violence in their career. The majority of these violent attacks occur in the ER. Nurses have been punched, scratched, and even assaulted with weapons. In one survey, nearly 20% of nurses said they were afraid to report their attacks in fear of losing their job. Since the start of the hashtag MeToo movement, a growing number of nurses are starting to speak out about this very disturbing epidemic. Now the question is, what else needs to be done to ensure the safety of nurses in the workplace? 25% of nurses have been assaulted either verbally or physically throughout their career, and I would argue that that number has went up significantly in the last five years. And I know a lot of things have changed during COVID, but prior to COVID, the patients got younger. They've been more aggressive, a lot more drug-related patients. Um, And when I say younger, I'm 49, patients 10 years younger than me, 15 years younger than me, 18 years old, 19 years old. So the population has transitioned, especially in long-term care, has transitioned from that of your grandmother and your grandfather when I first started, you know, cute little 75-year-old lady um, with pleasant dementia or, you know, somebody that has retired and doesn't have much family um, or a couple of things gone wrong. Whatever the case may be, the population was who you thought a nursing home should have as a population. That has significantly changed. It went from, you know, being able to Spend time with the patient, talk to them about their family, their likes, their dislikes, you know, th- things they did in their lifetime. Being able to to give your patients a complete experience in healthcare. To your boss is basically telling you, documenting is more important than patient care. And so you end up having, uh, 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 the worst-case scenario, some some really violent patients and, and, and nurses whose time has been cut very short. Their ability to interact on a human level with the people that they are charged with taking care of has been significantly taken away from them. I mean, I, I've seen over the years. I won't say I've seen. I've heard of uh, of nurses being spit on, nurses being punched, uh, nurses being not not just punched, but thrown on the ground and and, and beat up. And, and and a majority of the nurses are women. And you oftentimes you'll have a uh, uh, let's say a young cat drug problem big dude nurse is a is a smaller frame young lady and he will beat the crap out of her and quote unquote escape from a facility and and, and 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 i say escape because they technically have the right to leave whenever they want to but you know when you don't when the doctor doesn't discharge you um in long story short to escape after they've assaulted someone, and you know what happens after she is assaulted. She is expected to show back up to work the next day. No one offers her any counseling, no one offers her and a a lot of times people don't you know her coworkers will will feel sorry for her and try to take up for her and protect her, but her superiors. You may not even get, uh, are you okay? And that's that's what a lot of people are dealing with. You know, um, I also wanted to kind of talk about why I got into nursing. And what I would like for you to do if you happen to tune into this um, is, is let me know in the comments why you got into nursing. What was it that propelled you into this profession? For me, and I'm going to be a completely honest with you, and I've told this story a million times, my mother literally was like, go to nursing school or get out of my house. I was making some really poor decisions as a young man, and my mother was not buying that shit. I went to nursing school, and she put my ass out anyway. And like I told her, and anybody else that'll listen, she was right. But 30 years later, I was able to help raise my, my daughters, you know, put put a roof over my head, have an honorable profession, and I've saved some lives over the years, which is pretty fucking dope. Um, I, and I'm not, you know, um, I'm just a regular guy who happens to be a nurse. You know, I, I, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. I will say that, uh, and and very rarely do you come across a place where you feel like the people care about you as a person, and and that makes such a huge difference, especially now, uh, when they say that there's a nursing shortage. I tell people that that's also an excuse for employers to treat people like crap. And especially since this COVID, some of the employers up until recently, and actually I take that back because we're going to get into that in a second. But some of these employers, I mean, did their employees so disgustingly dirty. Um, They got a lot of money from, from the government and kept it. A lot of facilities did not offer bonuses to their nurses, did not offer anything. The nurses were working short. There's nurses that caught COVID and came to work with COVID and worked the COVID unit and didn't get compensated for it. They they didn't buy the the equipment that they were supposed to. It's just ba- they just basically got million, two million, three million dollars and they kept it. And they put signs on the front that said heroes work here, but treated us like villas. I mean, I don't know what the COVID experience has been for you as a nurse, but I'd like to. Tell me about your experience. Um, man, you know, now, now they, you know, like I will say one thing is that traveling has become – so prevalent in nursing and there are nurses out there now that are making in one year what they otherwise would take four or five years to make because of traveling so i think nurses have have realized the value of the profession more so in this last year than at any point in my career so if you want to say that to that would be one good thing that has 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 occurred as a result of the COVID. Um, And if you've been in a building that had a COVID outbreak, the people that you work with during that COVID outbreak, there's a bond that that I don't think will go away. It's just something about having gone through that. And I know there are a lot of nurses out there, a lot of long-term care facilities especially who and, and and hospitals, let me not um forget my hospital sisters and brothers. Um, but if you went through the COVID with a, a certain set of uh of employees together, man, trust me, it, it definitely builds a bond unlike anything else I, I I've heard or, or witness. But other than that, man, this COVID shit was – it was trash, you know. And now – and let me – I cannot stress this enough. I don't care whether you get vaccinated or you don't get vaccinated. I think that's completely up to you. Everybody's situation is different. Um, Everybody's thought processes are different. So I'm not going to condemn anybody either way. Uh, What I don't like is – how now we are being used as sacrificial lambs to push an agenda to force people to get the vaccination. If you don't get it, you won't. You, you'll get fired. So I'm no longer your hero. You know, imagine after nine eleven, the government telling all the firefighters. And all the policemen that ran up in that building, you got to get this shot that we came up with a year ago. Or you have to quit your job. Can you imagine the uproar? And the COVID that lost more people than 9-11. Affected way more families, way more lives. Nurses went to work last year with garbage bags Uh, for protection. There are nurses who made, literally made their own masks. And now you're telling me after risking my life and and the whole world expecting me to risk my life, now I don't have a choice as to what I do with my body. You know, and it's interesting for those uh, pro-choice people out there. You get on your high horse about pro-choice and how it's a woman's body, and you are absolutely right. But now it's not. Make up your mind. You can't have it both ways. You can't be pro-choice and then, and then say, oh, well, this is an exception. I have to. want to force you to take this vaccination. No, man, I'm not going to let you have it both ways. And that's a complete, you know, we can argue that for days. But in my opinion, that's just wrong. But nurses have to have, have to deal with both sides of that coin, too. Family members upset with one another over whether they get the vaccination or whether they get the vaccination for their loved one. Um, nurses take the grunt of that, that conversation a lot of times. And then people want you to ask their questions, and they want you to ask their questions to – Appease whatever point of view they have, if that even makes sense, you know, so it's like people just want you to uh, to to agree with whatever thought process they have at the time regarding whatever situation people when they get bad news health wise they will they will take it out on the nurse, and that's as a nurse you you kind of understand. Like if somebody the doctors just told somebody they got they got cancer and they only have six months to live. You can understand them being hurt. You can understand them being angry. But what people don't see is that you take that, 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 that energy home. You take that pain home. And a lot of people try to tell you, you know, well. Uh, you just got to leave work at work. If you don't go home, and I'm not saying every day, but if you don't go home and think about work at some point during your career on a frequent basis, then you're probably not a good nurse. And I, I, I'm going to recommend you do something different. And I'm I'm one of those all over the place people sometimes, you know, I get to talking uh, and I let the conversation kind of take me where it's going to take me. But and hold on. This is a little another clip I wanted to play about nurses being fired over wearing their own masks. <laughs> I quit my job today. I went into work and I was assigned to a COVID patient on an ICU unit that had been converted to a designated COVID unit. None of the nurses are wearing masks, not even surgical masks in the hallways when they're giving report to each other. I had my own N95 mask. I told my manager, I understand we're short on supplies, but let me protect myself let me feel safe i have family that i have to come home to and the way things are looking this isn't going to get any better america is not prepared and nurses are not being protected (laughs) um i have been a nurse a registered nurse for over 40 years for decades and i have not seen anything like this we we realized that there's a shortage of the n ninety fives and other protective um equipment personal protective equipment. So what we said, we wanted to bring our own, and so at that time, nurses were threatened to be fired if they brought their own masks. How fucking ridiculous is that, but we heroes, right. Threatened to be fired if you brought your own mask. So they don't want their nurses to have any protection whatsoever. And then you will have somebody in the comment section talking about, well, you chose that profession. Kind of like a cop joining the force. To find out that you can only box the enemies, the, the I mean, not the enemies, but the, the criminals, because you can only box them. It's the same thing. Like, why would you prevent somebody from not wanting to take something home to their family that could be potentially dangerous to them? Anyway, so the next thing I wanted to hit on, and like I say, I'm only probably going to do about a half an hour, but I just felt compelled to really speak to to my fellow nurses out there. Um, And if you agree with anything I said, let me know. If you disagree, let me know too. So one more thing that I did want to talk about is why nurses quit. And I saw this on Registered Nurse RN on YouTube. Um, and she gave seven reasons, and I must admit that I agreed with these reasons. And so, these are the seven reasons that she gave of why nurses quit. And if you're in a nursing profession now, you know that you know that the turnover has always been an issue, but the turnover now is obscene, and myself included. Like I, I'm, I'm not going to show any more loyalty that that's shown than that's shown to me, rather. And that's that's a difference. Back in the day, you know, you may not even have liked your employer per se, but they treated you fairly. They gave you a fair wage, and they gave you fair benefits. Now the benefits are ass. Um, the wages have gone up a little bit. I will say that. Um, traveling, they went up a lot, but it still doesn't, you know, it, it still hasn't went up with the cost of living by no stretch of the imagination. But anyway, um, here's the seven reasons why nurses quit. Lack of support for new nurses, um, and I've seen this, and, and and it's hard on seasoned nurses now because oftentimes management just dumps somebody in your lap. So I have been that somebody sometimes that's been dumped in somebody's lap. So I understand. Um, and if you don't know what you're doing, they don't have time to really you know, pull you to the side and really school you on on the nuances of nursing, unfortunately, because they are required to finish their job. Um, if employers did a better job of supporting new nurses, I, I think the retention level would increase significantly. Um, the next one is rules, regulations, and bureaucracy. Um, and the one after that is poor management and toxic workers. Uh, wow. Like yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, I know for a fact there are some places that even though the staff is, is short, they micromanage everything and they make an even tough day a tough day a lot more tougher than it has to be with obscene rules and regulations. Um and poor management. And toxic coworkers, oh my God, in healthcare, one toxic coworker can ruin the whole shift for everybody. It's not like we're in a big-ass plant. Now, some people may work in huge hospitals. Um, We have a couple here in Cleveland that are really huge. Um, But generally speaking, most people work in smaller hospitals or long-term care or dialysis, you know, um, and one person you know can really fuck up your whole shift. The pay was the next one. And one thing I do recommend is that that that's the first thing you ask. And I would ask over the phone or text or email at this point. Like, I'm not wasting my time. Some, some employers will know that they are way under the market for what they're paying. And they'll have people come in and interview and waste those people's time. Like, if the market is paying $30 an hour for an LPN and you're paying $24, tell people up front, it's $24, but emphasize the good shit y'all got, but let people know before they get in their car, they take the shower in the morning, they even get nervous, knowing they would never take $24 an hour, or whatever the case may be. Um, The next one is nursing can be physically grueling. I'm a grown man. And there are days where I come home and I am exhausted. My legs hurt, my back hurts. I'm tired as hell. It's mentally exhausting because you got a million different people coming at you, um, each needing you to do something. And then you're required to pass medication. You're required to address any complaints that your residents have. You're required to to manage the uh, the SDNAS that that work with you. Um, you're you're required to do a lot of shit. The doctor's call, you got to be on that. Nurse practitioner call, you got to be on that. You get orders, you get family members that are upset. The whole nine, like all of that is it's not just physically, but mentally grueling as well, um, which leads to number two, uh, burnout. I've seen that a lot now. And I myself had to take some months off before. Uh, I was just tired you know I had been doing it for so many years you know I just needed a I just needed a break I took about 6 months off too so know yourself also that's one thing you know like if if for some reason hey you feel like I can't do it anymore I need a break please take that break if, if, if please you know whatever you need to do to be able to take care of yourself and get your mental back on track do that don't let nobody talk you out of that because they're not going to take care of you if you break down. Um, and number one on the seven reasons why nurses quit is staffing. And here's where, and I have literally told managers, numerous managers, you know, they make excuses, you know, blame, blame the COVID, uh, blame the nursing shortage on people not wanting to go to school to be nurses. Well, they're, they're part of the reason for that, management is. For some of the things that I've already mentioned, you know, um, just the way they treat people, the way they talk to people. Like like if management actually treated people fairly and like human beings, they would be surprised at what people will overlook. They will look overlook a good amount of things on this list of seven. If they feel like, A, management has their back and that they're being treated fairly, if they enjoy showing up to work, which is a rarity nowadays, you know, and I looked at a lot of YouTube videos today, and when you go back three or four or five, ten years on YouTube, nurses are are either teaching something or they are uh, – pumping up the profession. You know, they happy, they smiling in the last year. All the videos that you see just about our nurses in tears. That's not what work is supposed to be about. You're not supposed to come home from work crying. And 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 and, and let's be honest, you know, we we are in a space where unfortunately we see people pass away. And so you may shed a tear. But you shouldn't be doing it on a weekly basis. You shouldn't be crying every other week. Your job is not supposed to do that. You know, and when a nurse loses a patient... You aren't given any time off. You aren't sent home for the rest of the day to process that. You aren't offered any counseling. Like let a cop, and, and, and let's say a cop has a righteous shoot. Somebody legitimately pulls a gun on a cop and they actually legally shoot and kill that person. They give them all the tools necessary for them to overcome killing somebody. Mentally, they had them go see somebody. They take them off the streets immediately. They get them a break, all of which is paid for. Nurses, three, four, five, six people could die on your shift. And you literally are expected to bag them and move to the next patient. So I want you all to think about some of those things um, that I discussed today. Especially those people that aren't nurses, that aren't nurses, but are future patients. Please be understanding of the stress that the person is taking care of you is under. The beauty it takes for somebody to want to, even for compensation, even to get a check, for somebody to want to be responsible for other people's lives and their health. Please don't don't threaten your nurses. Don't curse at your nurses. Treat them with the dignity that they deserve. Uh, my name is Jobs, and I just want to talk to y'all about nursing for a little bit. If y'all have any questions or concerns, um, just let me know. Inbox me, text me, whatever the case. If you got the number, uh, DM me. It's my skin is my sin. Number one on Instagram. It's my skin is my sin on Facebook again this is jobs man and you have been to- been tuning into my skin is my skin radio i definitely appreciate your time and your energy and y'all have a blessed day man and take care of yourself you need somebody to listen let me know